Welcome to the Breakfast with Champions podcast, where every day we bring you motivation, education, and inspiration to help you reach your full potential. You can check us out at bwcdaily.com. On this show, we feature celebrity interviews as well as experts and leaders in fields like business, marketing, sales, branding, and mindset. Our goal is to give you a seat at the table to listen in on conversations with some of the most amazing people around the world, people who are doing the things you know you can do and reaching the levels you know you can reach. So get ready to be motivated and inspired and grab your seat at the table for the Breakfast with Champions podcast. And don't forget to check us out at bwcdaily.com. Dre Baldwin is an amazing fixture in the BWC family, bringing his knowledge of being a professional athlete and more. Dre, what are you going to talk about today, man? What's the headline? What are you going to talk about today? You always bring something interesting that causes us to think. Good morning, man. (laughs) Uh, good stuff. Appreciate it, Ramon. And today, what we're going to talk about is the scarcity mindset that may be holding you back. That is the topic here today. But before we get into that, let me quickly remind everybody that if you are looking to get more out of the BWC community, which uh, you should be with as much as uh, we, all of us, and all of you give to each other in this community, and you want to grow your business, and I think One of the main things many of you come here for is maybe not specifically business stuff, but things that will help you may directly or indirectly grow your business. Then here's what you should do. Go to bwcdaily.com slash prime, P-R-I-M-E, P-R-I-M-E, prime, bwcdaily.com slash prime. And you will be notified when BWC prime launches very soon. What's BWC Prime? Well, you'll find out. Go to bwcdaily.com slash prime. If you want to get more out of BWC and you want to grow your business and make connections with other people, then go to bwcdaily.com slash prime so that you will know when that launches. Now, uh, just to introduce myself uh, really quickly, and Ramon, thank you for the great introduction. My name is Dre Baldwin. I'm a former nine-year pro athlete, author of 33 books. I've done four TED Talks. I created this whole brand called Work On Your Game, where I had taken all the tools that I learned as a professional athlete and created a system that extracts those tools from the sports world and translates them to the business world to help professionals like yourselves do three specific things. Number one, perform at a higher level. Number two, to keep that high level performance consistent. And number three, of course, the ROI. You want to make more money in your business. That is what I do. So today, what we're going to talk about is a scarcity mindset that may be holding you back. Now, what led to this topic was uh, years ago, I signed up for some app or some software. I don't even remember exactly what it was. And I went into the Facebook group for the the software. Like if you bought the software, you could, or the app, whatever it was, you could get into the Facebook group. So I went in the Facebook group and I posted this quick uh, job listing because I wasn't going to use the app or the software. I was going to get somebody else to do it. And I posted a job listing where I just wanted someone to do like a, a demo gig for it and just show me if they were good enough to do what I wanted them to do. And the long and short of it is a bunch of people, I guess, seasoned uh, 
professionals, gig workers who were in the group didn't like the fact that I was asking someone to do a demo, but I wasn't going to pay for the demo. So these, some of these people who were, I guess they saw themselves above the level of what I was offering. They came in and they, in the comment section, they were trying to debate me over the fact of, Hey, well, you should you know, be willing to pay people if you want them to do the demo. And the point of this is not whether or not you agree or disagree, whether or not someone should get paid for their test project. The point of it was, and this is what I'm going to be getting into here today. If you really believe that you are above the level of doing work that is unpaid, why are you are not going to change somebody's mind and make them turn into something that they're not? Uh, you're not going to turn a frog into a prince. So it's kind of like uh, Ramon, you're Ramon, someone who's mentioned that he does speaking gigs. He gets paid for speaking. So someone called Ramon and I'll assume here and Ramon, you can tell me if I'm wrong or right on this. So someone calls you and says, hey, Ramon, I want you to do a speaking gig. Ramon says, great. And they say, well, look, uh, we're not going to pay for it, but we just want you to do the gig. I don't think, Ramon, you would try to debate them and get them to become a paying person. If they are not a paying person, you would just move on to the person who is willing to pay. You is are absolutely correct. You are absolutely correct. Right. So this is the whole point of uh, what this situation from the past got me to thinking about was, listen, if you are this person who wants to get paid for your work and you see somebody doesn't want to pay for your work, you don't try to convince them to become that person. You need to go find a person who will. And this is a version of uh, someone simply not minding their business. See, minding your business means your mind is on whatever your business is. And if someone's trying to do something that is outside of the realm of your business, then it shouldn't be on your mind. Uh, you shouldn't be focused on it at all. And uh, anyway, that story just got me thinking about what I'm going to talk about here today. And if you're this person, you shouldn't waste a second talking to someone who is just not in the realm of where you're trying to go. And this scarcity mindset holds people back and not only in business, but also other areas of life. But let me get into my points and you'll understand this a lot better. I got three points as usual. The topic, once again, is the scarcity mindset that is holding you back. The first scarcity is the scarcity of opportunity. The scarcity of opportunity, which is uh, illustrated by this quick anecdote example that I just gave you. So when an opportunity is clearly not for you, it is your business. It is your duty. It is your obligation to exit the situation. When you realize an opportunity is not for you, it is your obligation to get out of there. All right. What did they say in that movie? When you feel the heat coming, you got to leave in 30 seconds. If you know the opportunity is not right, the longer you stay there, the more of a disservice you are doing to your own business. A couple of years ago, this is probably 2020, I think it was pre-COVID, and someone had reached out to me and they wanted me to come do a speaking gig in London, England. And I asked them, they, they said, well, we want you to speak. They were pretty sure they wanted me to speak. I asked them, hey, well, do you have my fee? They said, well, we don't compensate speakers and we don't even pay for travel. Now, while it would be great to travel to London, and it's always fun to speak on stages, I enjoy that, and knowing my stuff to be great when I speak at the same time, um, that's my business. And if I'm going to be speaking on stage, you're going to pay me. And they said that they don't pay. Well, can anybody guess what happened next? Does anybody know? Well, nothing happened. I didn't argue with them. I didn't build a case for why I'm worth X number of dollars. I moved on to find the people who will pay me. Simple as that. This was not a three hour thing. This didn't take me a week of deliberation. It was clearly, okay, if, you, if I'm going to speak, you're going to pay me. That's the line that I have drawn in my business. They didn't want to pay. So it, it was a no and it was over. There was no, there was no back and forth. That was it. That's the business that I'm in. And everyone who's in here, you need to understand when it comes to opportunity, regardless of what industry you're in, whatever you're doing, 
you need to know what is an opportunity for you and what's not. Because opportunity is a, a relative term. So what's an opportunity for you versus what is not an opportunity for you? And the only way you know this is if your mind is on your business, i.e. you are minding your business so that you know what are you accept, what will you accept and what will you not accept. And at some point in your career, in your business and in your life, you have to draw some lines. There had to be clear lines of delineation. Okay, this is okay, but this is not okay. All right, this amount I'll accept. This amount, someone offers me this amount, listen, we'll negotiate and we can work on it. Anything under this, like we're not even having a conversation. You need to know what that is for you because if you don't know, what happens is we waste a whole lot of time in deliberation or you may waste time going back and forth with, again, trying to turn a frog into a prince and it's just not going to happen. Or even worse, you may end up accepting an opportunity and then later on uh, having resentment towards whatever, whoever offered you that opportunity because you accepted something less than what you should have accepted or resenting yourself and being mad at yourself because you put time and effort and energy into something that you probably should not have said yes to. And these are all, they all come back to you. It all comes back to you simply because you weren't minding your business such a, in such a way that the scarcity mindset, and, this, and I'm going to get to the scarcity in a second, that you didn't realize what was an opportunity, what was not. You didn't have a clear line of delineation, so you accepted something that wasn't really for you, and now you're mad at whoever when you really should be mad at yourself. And you shouldn't be mad at all if you had done your homework. And part of doing your homework is knowing what's okay and what's not. What will I accept? What will I not? Someone comes to me and makes me an offer that's less than my normal amount, less than market amount that I want. What's my response to that? What can I offer them? What ways can we work this out if I'm willing to work it out? What do I absolutely say no to? These are all things that as a business person, this is all part of doing your homework, you knowing up front, what are you all right with and what are you not all right with? The challenge for a lot of uh, business professionals, especially entrepreneurs who get to name their own price, I see this over and over again, is the scarcity mindset, especially when it comes to opportunity. I need to take this one because if I don't take this one, then it's like another one that no other one's ever going to come along again. And this is not that people logically believe that, but people emotionally believe it. And emotions are stronger than logic. So when people's emotions say, I'm not going to get another opportunity, they end up accepting things that are less than what you should accept. And early in my career, I would accept pretty much anything, not because I had a scarcity mindset, but because I was just trying to build up my resume. But once I got to a point that I felt like I had enough of a resume and I had done more of my homework and I knew better what I was doing, I knew what to turn down and what to, what to turn down, what to negotiate and what to accept. You need to know exactly what that is for you. So you are not in the business of convincing a $5 person that you're worth $10 because if all they have is $5 and that's what they got. All right, so you, are you willing to accept the five or you need to go find somebody who has a 10? That's it. Once someone makes their position clear, listen, respect their position. Then you move on to go find the people who have $10 if all they have is $5. This is what smart people who are about their business do. One challenge that I noticed with a lot of, again, people who have the ability to name their price is they will I have people come to me and say, well, Dre, listen, all my customers or all the people in this market or all the people who I'm talking to, they don't have X amount of dollars. So I need to lower my price or I haven't been able to get the price that I want because nobody has any money. Well, the problem is not that nobody has any money is that maybe you're just selling to the wrong people. 
Maybe it's the way you're presenting yourself. Maybe it's the way you're talking about whatever it is that you're offering is causing people to not you know, open their pocketbooks a little bit wider to get a little bit more of that money that's down there. And this is what we all have to do. Again, this is not a is not really a logical thing. There are some logical pieces to go to it. But the first step is the emotional acceptance that there's plenty of opportunity out here. Maybe you're just not in the right place. Maybe you're, you know, you're fishing in the wrong ocean or you're digging the wrong well. What some people try to do when they feel like there's a scarcity of opportunity emotionally is they stick around and try to prove their point. Again, they try to prove to a frog that the frog needs to turn into a prince or they try to prove to a $5 person they need to become a $10 person. It's usually not going to happen. And you're using up your most valuable resource, which is your time. Moving on to point number two. Today's topic, once again, is the scarcity mindset that may be holding you back. Second one is scarcity of time. Now, there is actually a scarcity of time because time is our most valuable asset. When you run out of time, the entire game is over. You can run out of money. You can get more money back. You can run out of energy. Go to sleep. You'll wake up. You'll have more energy. You run out of attention or focus. You can get more of that back. But time you cannot get back. So if you are in a position in any aspect of your life, career, business, that's not where you want it to be. First thing you have to ask yourself is, what am I doing with my time? Where is my time going? If I'm not where I want to be, I'm not getting the outcomes that I want to get. What am I doing with my time regarding that aspect of my life? If you were to simply just write down what you're doing with your time, let's say you just documented what you did with your time every 15 minutes. And anybody you ever hear talk about time management or time control, everybody talks about this. Document your time for just a week. You don't even have to take a week. You could take three days and this will be eye opening to you every 15 minutes. Put an alarm on your phone or on your watch or whatever, however you keep track of things. And every 15 minutes is write down what you're doing for an entire week. And it's guaranteed that you're going to see exactly where and why you are in the position that you're in, because you're going to notice how much time you actually waste. And what's interesting about that is because I actually just put a, a reel up on Instagram talking about the five forms of investment, which are time, money, attention, energy and focus. Time is the most valuable one. And the other four are pretty much tied for second place. The thing is, most people value money much more than they value time. Like if someone stole five dollars from you, you would you know fight and scrape to get that five dollars back and or fight to defend that five dollars. But if somebody steals an hour from you or 30 minutes or five minutes or an entire day from you, most of the time we don't get angry about that. Uh, we don't fight about that. We don't really get uh, oftentimes we don't even get annoyed. We will gladly waste our time, give it to social media apps, give it to people who are not helping us get to where we want to get to because we got we have an inaccurate formula and imbalanced equation of valuing the money more than we value the time. See, if you run out of money with enough time, you can go make back more money than you lost. But if you run out of time, it doesn't matter how much money you have it's over. And none of us is at 100% efficiency when it comes to the way that we use our time. But what do most people say when they're not getting the outcomes that they want? I know I have a whole lot of, uh, there are a whole lot of people in the consulting space who are listening to me right now. If y'all could put in the comment section, when people come to you with challenges, I mean, they first came to you, like this is before they started working with you. They haven't read any, maybe they read your book or something. Maybe they listened to your podcast, but they haven't gone deep into your world. They haven't you know, hired you as a coach or a consultant or anything like that. When people come to you with challenges, what is the number one thing they think they need in order to solve their problem? That's my question. What's the number one thing people come to you with to solve their problem or they think they need to solve their problem when they're already 
they already know they have a problem, but they came to you. They haven't worked with you yet. I don't know, question might be too long, but here's what usually happens. Here's the usual thing that people say, that they need more information or they need more money or they just don't know the right people. Usually it's one of those three things. Dre, I'm not, my business is not where I want to go simply because I don't have the right information or I don't have enough money to do X, Y, Z, or I just don't know the right people to make these connections. When maybe these things are true. I'm not saying that they're not right about this. Sometimes they're right, sometimes they're wrong. But often it's just a reallocation of our time that suddenly allows us to have access to all these resources that we quote unquote needed. All right. Oftentimes it's not that you need more information. It's just you're not using your time wisely with the information you already have. Maybe you do. You could use more money. I don't know anybody who couldn't use more money if it was given to them, depending on what they do with it. But if you would just use your time differently, you could probably be a lot more efficient with the resources that you do have. And hey, it's always good to know more people. That's why everybody here is going to join BWC Prime when it opens soon. It's good to know more people. But if you got more use out of your own time, then you would be you would have more output from the resources that you do have. You would be achieving more and more people might be coming to you instead of you looking around for them. You would suddenly find access to all these resources that you think you need. So the question you should ask yourself is everyone should ask themselves this. Where are you utilizing time on things that are not taking you where you want to go? In other words, where is your time being wasted? Where is your time not being allocated in a productive way that is getting you where you want to go. I heard Brian Tracy say this in a, a, an old uh, seminar that he did. What's the most valuable use of my time right now? If you just ask yourself that question all throughout your day, what's the most valuable use of my time right now? If you just ask yourself that consistently, you will waste a lot less time scrolling through social media feeds, a lot less time you know, replying to emails when you're, you actually should be working, a lot less time doing things that seem urgent, but they're not actually important because it makes us feel like we're being productive because we're doing something, but we're not actually moving the, moving the needle. Just start asking yourself that question. I mean, the old saying, the old cliche is, well, Oprah, Oprah Winfrey and Bill Gates and Warren Buffett all have the same 24 hours every day that you have. And it is true. That's why how it became a cliche. And I would guarantee you that someone who is achieving at levels that are 10, 20, 100 times the level that you're achieving, they simply are not wasting time the same way that you waste your time. I'm not saying they don't waste any time. But they probably don't waste as much time as you're wasting. This is a scarcity of time, which is a real thing. But this scarcity, if we actually accept this scarcity, we will probably get a lot more done. Scarcity of opportunity, we shouldn't accept. The scarcity of time, we should. And the third one is the dichotomy of scarcity. And the topic, once again, today is the scarcity mindset that may be holding you back. The dichotomy of scarcity is that you must develop the discernment to know when to work on a situation and make it better versus when to walk away from a situation that's simply not for you. And this one is a judgment call. And your best judgment usually comes from making errors on this in this discernment. But you need to develop this and needs to become sharp because you're going to have to make value judgments all throughout your life as to what type of people you're going to deal with, what opportunities you're going to accept, what you're going to walk away from, what you're going to say yes to, what you're going to say no to. I've seen many people and I as well. I've seen people err on both sides where we are working on something that later on we look back and say, I probably should have just let that go. And we walked away from something and we say, you know what, I, maybe I should have stayed there. And I see people walk away from things because they simply don't want to do the work. 
these are the athletes who are ready to quit because the coach yelled at them in practice or they're not getting enough playing time or you know their friends are making fun of them because they're spending all this time practicing but they're not getting the result that they want those are the people who might walk away maybe a little bit too soon and for the wrong reasons because they don't have they don't have the right um, the words escaping me but they don't have the right maybe people around them or they're not getting the right advice as to when to stick with something versus when to walk away on the other side you have a person who may waste their resources trying to prove a point at something when there are no tangible rewards for doing it, such as the story I told you at the beginning of this segment. These people in this, this Facebook group who were trying to tell me that I was wrong for the job that I posted when uh, one of my responses to one of them, well, my, one of my responses to one of them was, well, if you're as seasoned a professional as you claim to be, you should be talking to one of your clients right now instead of talking to me. I mean, because clearly I'm not the one who's going to pay you, especially after this back and forth that we've had. But this is, again, this goes to the, the scarcity mindset of the scarcity of opportunity and or sometimes people just get into the, hey, I can't go to sleep. Somebody's wrong on the Internet. All right, that's, a, that's a losing fight. All right. The freelancer who's arguing with an employer because you disagree with the job offer. Well, you disagree with the job offer. Go get a better job offer. All right. Discernment is a skill. Discernment is simply judgment. That's what it means. And it's a very important skill that tells you when and how to use which knowledge this is also known as wisdom. And this is how this is why. And I know uh, in the previous segment, uh, Ramon and, and your guest, I forget the gentleman's name, we're talking about uh, dealing with young people. And in my background as an athlete, I've had a lot of young people, thir that 13 to 24 demographic come to me and they would say, well, Dre, uh, I heard this information. I heard this information. The information is in conflict. Which one do I do? And I would have to explain to them. And I eventually made a, a video about it. So I wouldn't have to keep explaining it that this is what wisdom means. Wisdom is knowing, having access to a bunch of information that can seemingly and sometimes directly be in conflict. Wisdom is the ability to understand when to utilize which information and when to ignore other information. And if everything in life was simply colored by numbers and there was just one answer to every situation, well, there wouldn't be human beings. We would all be, well, there would be human beings, but we would be subservient to robots because robots can, they would just do things automatically and they don't have to think and they wouldn't have to, I mean, everything is just colored by numbers. We can program that into a, a computer chip that would be smarter than all of us. But because life doesn't work that way, human beings still run things, at least as of today. This is discernment. That skill of discernment comes from making judgment calls making mistakes in your judgment calls, then going back and basically debriefing yourself and figuring out right, what did I not understand from the beginning of this that I should have understood now that I see what I see. Uh, Ray Dalio has a book called Principles. I don't know if anyone here has read it, but it's a great book. I read it a few times. It was so good. And one of the things that Ray Dalio talks about in that book is that in, at his company, what they would do after every project is they would sit down and say, what did we not notice at the beginning of this project that we should have noticed? Notice the question is not, what do we know now that we didn't know then? That's not the question. The question is, what should we have known at the beginning that we clearly missed at the beginning? Now that we see how everything shook out, what did we miss here? And that's a question, of, that's a, a challenge of our own skill of discernment. What did I miss? What did I not notice? What was I not paying attention to? And this is the skill of discernment, and that skill is basically what makes us adults is what makes us leaders and is what puts us in the driver's seat of our own lives and the driver's seats of our organizations. Many people can be full of information, like when you go to school and college, yet have no intuition as to you as to when to use which information. 
as I like to tell, and I think I talked about this a couple of weeks ago here on BWC, that school is a closed book test. You're not allowed to look at your book. You get caught looking at your book on a test at school, then you get an F and you might even get kicked out of school. But in life, you're allowed to look in any book that you want. The question is, which book do you look in? That's the skill of discernment. That is the skill of judgment. You can ask anybody you want for help. Anytime you face a challenge, the question is, who do you ask? And then when they give you the answer, how do you know that they're right? And then how do you apply what they told you? These are all judgment calls that we all have to make in real life that they don't teach you how to do this in school, at least not the schools that I went to. So let's recap this class, this topic here today, this segment on the scarcity mindset that may be holding you back. And we got a few minutes here and hopefully we can get some commentary going for this last uh, five minutes before I pass the mic. So the three things here, number one, scarcity of opportunity. When the opportunity is clearly not for you, you have to have the ability to recognize that and then the discipline to get out of that situation. As the movie said, Patino and De Niro, when you feel the heat coming, leave in 30 seconds. So when someone came to me and said, hey, we would like to do this speaking gig in London, it would be great to do a speaking gig in London, but they said they didn't pay. And I said, well, if you're not paying me, I'm not going. And it didn't happen. It was that quick. It was no back and forth deliberation. I didn't take a long time, no telling them why they should pay me. I didn't try to sell them on the concept because if they're at zero and I'm at number that I'm at, uh, there's no way that this is happening. So I didn't even bother because I'm not in the business of convincing uh, a $5 person that they need to come up with $10. This, this is not happening. So once someone makes it clear where they are, I respect that. And then I move on to go find someone who's where I want them to be. And there are plenty of them out there. When you have a scarcity of opportunity mindset, however, you may be looking at every situation as if this is the only one that will ever come around. And that causes you to disrespect the second scarcity, which is point number two, the scarcity of time. This one is a real one. Scarcity of opportunity is not real. This one is real. Time is our most valuable asset. You run out of time, the, or the entire game is over. You can run out of every other asset and be fine. You can still live at least, but you run out of time is over. So if you're not where you want to be in life, the first thing you should ask yourself is not how do I get more information or more money or how do I meet the right people? The first thing you ask yourself is what am I doing with the time that I have been using up to this point? And if you start writing down and tracking what you do with your time, just in 15 minute increments for even if you did this for one day, you'd be shocked. But if you did it for an entire week, you'd be blown away when you realize how much time you actually waste not being efficient with the usage usage of your time. But most people think their biggest problem is oh, I don't have enough money. I don't know the right people. I'm not connected. I don't have the right information. None of those is actually the the biggest issue, the biggest issue is how we use our time because it's the most valuable resource. You use that different. A lot of things in your life will change. As the saying goes, there are people who are achieving twice as much as you. They had the same 24 hours in a day. What are they doing that you're not doing? It's usually in the efficiency of how they get things done versus the efficiency of how you get things done. Simple thing you can do for that is just start planning out your days before the day begins. Number three is the dichotomy of scarcity. You must develop the discernment to know when to work on a situation that can be improved Versus when to walk away from a situation that's clearly not for you. It's kind of like you buy a piece of real estate. All right, do I tear this whole structure down and build it from scratch? Or can we work with the existing framework that is already in place? That's a judgment call. It's not always a black and white thing. And many of us, all of us probably have made mistakes on both sides of this. But that's the only way our judgment gets better is by making those mistakes. So on one side, you have people who walk away because they don't want to work on something, but maybe they should have. And the other side, you have people who stay at something that they probably should not have. So discernment is a skill. It's a skill that's sharpened over time and it gets sharper with use. 
This is why we need to be active. We need to be out here. We need to put ourselves in positions of responsibility, positions where we get to make decisions because this is how we get better at a skill by sharpening that sword. And it's a very important skill that tells us how to use which knowledge that we have. Because if you really think about it, we have plenty of pieces of information in our minds that we agree with and believe that are completely in conflict with each other. So how do you know when to use which one and when to ignore the other one? That's where wisdom comes from. That is what the skill of discernment is. And that's how we develop our intuition. The more that we do stuff and use the information we have or not use it, make mistakes, succeed, then we learn more about what should we use? What should we not use? Where did I mess up? Where was I right? Where was I wrong?